Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Rise and Wine. We're coming a little bit fast and furious right now, Isabel. Yeah, we are on a freaking roll, Seamus. We're finally getting our scheduling down. Yeah. The schedules are just working out. We got people in. Our guests could not be better. Um, it's all working out for Rise and Wine. It really is. We're just killing it here. But I'm excited to hear what our guests have to talk about. So we have two guests here that are very near and dear to our hearts. We say this every single time, but truly some day ones here. True um, day ones. True day yeah, ones. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. We have Haley and John. Haley and John, how are Haley you? Haley the ball. Haley the, the ball, ball doll. doll. And John <laughs> blank Hollister. What is what's the uh, Jay Holly? James. James. All right, so we got John James Hollister and John Haley and the James. ball doll. Yeah. John and Haley, how are you? Good. Good. Doing well. Doing well. My birthday today. <laughs> there it is. There's there's the elephant in the room. The big twenty two. So last night at the bar, they played twenty two, and it was a time. And I was happy. I was away from my friends because I was taking Jello shots bought to me by various other friends. Um, and they then when they played twenty two, I ran through the bar. Mm -hmm. Today I've just been thinking a lot about if I, like, pushed everyone out of the bar. Like, I can see myself just being, like, 22 playing and me just being like, it's my birthday! <laughs> and just, like, barreling through. Because I don't want to come off as a complete piece of shit, but <laughs> I think that if it's your birthday, you can come off as a piece of shit. Yeah. It's okay. You have the right. It's true. It's your birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And so, John, you and I go back. Do you want to tell the story? How far do we go back? There are conflicting stories. <laughs> conflicting stories here. As always, but Seamus and I met my first year, his first year at Sheboygan North High School. We both played French horn, came in playing French horn. So it wasn't like one of us just started and we're like, hey, I'm going to join band. We both had grown up um, playing French horn. I started in fifth grade. When did you start, Seamus? Third grade. Wow. And he still was worse than me. <laughs> oh. So wow. we, there was the two of us. And so the way that the band structure worked is we just had a freshman band. And so that's how Seamus and I got to know each other because there's not a lot of French horn players. It was not just a lot. Seamus and I. And we had to compete for chair placement. And so me there's coming just in. There's just you two? Yeah. Pretty much. Freshman band, it was only us two. Okay. Yeah. So coming in, I in middle school, was the only French horn player. And I was like, hey, John plays French horn. Uh, and so I felt very unique. And so I felt threatened a little bit when I saw another male French horn player, <laughs> nonetheless, as an alpha male type myself. Um, so There's just two alphas going at it. We're just two alphas, yeah. honestly. The two alphas meet. Yep. Great friendship can be formed. But, but maybe not right away. Yeah, not right away. So the story is that Seamus didn't really like me 
I was still feeling my oats first year, just like, <laughs> thought I was all shit. <laughs> and I still am. Still a good person. Still love myself. But, like, I've humbled myself a little bit. And I think that Seamus has seen the wider world. And so I think that at first he was a little too exposed as in, I came from a, a public <laughs> middle school, and it was, like, a block away from the high school. I knew a lot of the people. Seamus came in from Catholic elementary school and middle school. This is true. And so I think that our paths did cross during that first year, but that's not when the bonding started. I mean, I guess it is. The bonding started to happen, but it was... Both of us didn't want to... It was subconscious. We yeah. both didn't want to say, like, actually, the person might... I might enjoy arguing <laughs> with this person. Okay. And then somewhere around sophomore year, we kind of embraced the fact that we were friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I yeah. think that we both had this similar <clears throat> sense of humor in, when we were bickering with each other. That finally, <laughs> we like just turned to each other and were like, okay, we're friends. Like, I actually like you. Because I'm sure I probably said something really crappy and then thought Seamus was mad at me. And then like he probably didn't say anything. And then I probably was like... Seamus, I actually, like, like you as a person. <laughs> and that's probably when it all formed. So then junior year comes, <laughs> and we're in calculus class together, and we have I a lot of our classes together. We're good friends. We had to backtrack a little bit. There was a Disney trip in there. Mm. We did go to Disney together. We did not hang out. Seamus hung out with the bros, and I hung <laughs> out with, drumroll please, my other best friend from high school. Logan, on that first trip, and uh, when we went back again, then Seamus and I were already bonded, Logan and I were already bonded, and our friend group was me, Seamus, Logan, and my sister! So my sister tagged along for all of our adventures. This is as in-depth as we possibly could have gone. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone needs to know. Everyone needs to know. So now we're both in college, we don't go to the same university. But we've found a way to stay connected, and <laughs> next year we will be living together. John kind of lives here now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Always a pleasure. And Haley is also a day one. That's true, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Throwback to y'all were in Pio, so I can't really tell that story. Yeah, well I guess, I mean, Haley, since you're the guest, you can tell the story if you want. I don't know if there's much of a story, but we lived across the hall from each other. Freshman year. Yeah. In Pio. I guess since John went in depth, we got a little more in depth. Well, I think what's important to talk about is the fact that Haley, Isabel, myself, and Neil on our unreleased uh, episode two, our guest, um, (laughs) (coughs) Haley, Isabel, and I, and Neil were the quad squad wine group. I think we called ourselves Hamilton and Hose. Hamilton and Hose. There's a couple different names. We we did name ourselves quite a few different times. True. That but, was um, we definitely are uh, OG wine squad. We can toss back a bottle of wine in an hour or less. That's it's been consistently. Known. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why we're so excited to have. Yeah, that, Haley that's why we're so excited to have Haley's capabilities. Tailor made. Ready to go. So John and Haley, what are your thoughts about wine? What are you? Are you usually wine drinkers? Do you prefer other types of alcohol? What types of wine? Everything. And like what? Like when is the context in which you would? prefer to drink wine prefer to drink wine i i enjoy drinking wine i prefer to have a glass or two with some food (laughs) 
<laughs> or standalone sometimes. <laughs> just a glass or two every now and then, or the all the time. Or like a half maybe bottle. A bottle. <laughs> sometimes it's a whole bottle. Like the night goes as the night goes. Yeah. But I prefer, I like a red. I live in an apartment with a barefoot lineup, so barefoot's also a good choice. Would you say that's your number one? That barefoot honestly it's a go-to my mom is ashamed of me for it (laughs) but yeah she judges hardcore the fact they drink barefoot Mm. but like it tastes good and it's economical i will say though the cute since we took down the barefoot wall i feel like we've drank a lot less barefoot than when it was up that's true it did encourage yeah i drink a lot of franzia by the (laughs) way really i am all that i can can alcohol Mm -hmm. and affordable alcohol and so i just love a good five liter of like white zanzibar um or whatever it's called francia really yeah big rosé guy big sparkling rosé like guy yes last night my best friend sarah we went out to dinner and we both ordered the same glass of wine and it was funny because I know what kind of wine Sarah likes, and so when I asked for the wine list and they didn't have it, I was like, oh, I'll have this, blah, blah, blah. And then Sarah was like, oh, shoot, you don't have a wine list. I don't know what I'm going to have. I'm like, Sarah, you'll have the same. And then she tried it. She's like, this is perfect. <laughs> so I do like to say that with close friends, I can know what kind of wine You just like. know. Yeah. I will say, I used to really like Franzia, except after I did a tour to Franzia, now, like, that's the only thing I associate it with, is consuming en masse <laughs> and I don't like so now I just like when I drink it I'm like like flashbacks a little bit what I'm hearing though in general is this podcast is gonna be no issue for anybody around this table <laughs> I'm no. not saying no we're all pretty experienced I think we're all all stars this is all an all star podcast yeah. this is the all star podcast we're <laughs> bringing people back from different seasons to different <laughs> groups and we're here <laughs> to play and compete <laughs> play and compete <laughs> So, what are we drinking, Isabel? Alright, well, let's see here. Haley selected the wine tonight. Um, it, it looks like it's uh, called Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. The perhaps? acclaimed Robert Mondavi. The acclaimed, and it is a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> or a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Known by those hustle names. you call it. I am positive that the way I said it first is not proper in any way, but I thought it would be fun. Um, and yeah, Haley, I have a question for you. Yeah. What drew you to this wine when you were picking it out? All right. Well, I was in the dinky liquors. I thought I was going to go to Total Wine. That didn't happen. I took a nap today. Okay. So I'm at dinky liquors in the whites aisle. <laughs> As you do. I said you wanted a white wine. And I was looking, and I was tempted by the barefoot Moscato, as as we all are. And you know, <laughs> as we all have temptations. It's, <laughs> it's a difficult wine. It's easy to be tempted. It's Little easy. Do you know, this is a support group. <laughs> <laughs> the drink barefoot We're Moscato. Recovering yeah, from barefoot Moscato. Just it's in general, like that's Capri- what our podcast is. <laughs> Honestly, it's like Capri Sun. It's okay. It's freaking Capri Sun. I had, like, too much of it. I can't drink it anymore. We went hard. We went hard with Barefoot Moscato sophomore year. I can't. And it's difficult. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we, like, really did. I think I way. recall several times Seamus walking over with a double bottle of Barefoot Moscato. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who did that? To yes. share, of course. Of course. But I resisted it. 
and I was looking, and honestly, it looked a little bit bougie, and the price was $5.99. So for the price, it looked like a quality label. Like that text, I think it's a serif font. I really like serif fonts, so that kind of jumped out at me. The font. <laughs> That's the first time we've had font talk on Rise and Rise. I'm pretty no, sure this is it. an all-star I'm pretty sure this is. This is <laughs> we are talking about the nitty-gritty. Okay, Okay. we are not. No, it is wait, really, I don't think this is a... Times Roman. Yeah, it is. I don't think this is a serif font. It is. No, serif fonts have, like, curves on that. No, like, I think uh, it's... It's the, no. I'm gonna halt Sarah's talk. We did not have a topic for tonight, and this is it. Font. It is font. Haley, <laughs> Haley, look at what no. a serif font is. It looks like Times New Roman. I swear to God. Dude, yes. Have you that? seen Everyone Times look New up Roman? Woodbridge like by it? Robert Mondavi. If you want to get in on this action to okay, see well, what kind I'm of font. I'm a little bit embarrassed. This is a serif font. This is not. <laughs> It looks more like Look at, a serif one. No, it really okay. does. Honestly, moving on. yes, moving, moving on, on to the anyway, back. It looks classy. Look at the picture of the vineyard. You guys yeah. can't see the bottle right now, but there is like a nice big tree and a vineyard. It looked honestly very aesthetic in the label, and the price five ninety nine. I was sold. Seems a little bit classy. Hard to yeah, be, right. Yeah. The back has a little bit of information about our friend Robert Mondavi. Yeah. yeah. Um, in nineteen seventy nine, Robert Mondavi founded Woodbridge Winery near his childhood home of. Lodi, California, or Lodi. Like it's Lodi. Lodi? Alright, we're it's L O D I. <laughs> In the same way that you said Pinot Grigial. <laughs> to craft fine wines for everyday enjoyment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well our Pinot Grigio is light crisp is a light crisp wine displaying juicy flavors of lime <laughs> and citrus leading into a mouth watering finish. And there's a quote now, here. Someone needs to read this. In Robert Mondavi's voice. John, you want, you want to do this? Yeah, I thought John might want to. Okay. Wine to me! Oh my god. <laughs> it's family and friends. It's warmth of heart and generosity of spirit. Wow. By Robert Mondavi. <laughs> I did not realize Robert Mondavi was also Stuart Little. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse at a winery. Who knew? Um, I always wonder what he did after Disney. <laughs> He had a rough patch. <laughs> he needed to go open find himself. <laughs> With like crisis, Mickey Mouse opens the winery. A little bit of time away from the cameras. <laughs> to get away from Minnie. Why did you have to throw her into this? I don't know. Poor Minnie. Poor Minnie. What did she do to you? Well, she I'm... wore the same outfit every day. <laughs> <laughs> you could you not put more effort in? <laughs> That's what makes Mickey drink. <laughs> Mickey continuing the same outfit. Let's always blame the women. I can't see Pokemon's any longer. <laughs> Just the kids on like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse too. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm gonna go uh, make a winery and just drink away these problems. Okay, that was a fun little imaginary <laughs> tangent we went on. Mickey Mouse uh, talk, Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Who knew? Please send in go. photos and drawings to <laughs> Seamus's house and address. So of Mickey Mouse and his winery. Yes. Oh yeah. The um, best one will be featured on the Instagram. Isabel, I want to make sure we hit the uh, wine term of the day. What do we got? Yeah. So once again, it's. I feel like a lot of the wine tasting terms really just like go along with red wines you know Mm -hmm. but i did find one pretty fun term and that is flabby 
Oh. And that means a lacking sense of acidity. So when I think of flabby, you know, I think of barefoot Moscato, right? <laughs> Not very acidic. Not much acidity no. there. Um, <clears throat> so now I'm just going to go for a little bit of history and fun facts about white wine. Okay. Um, so the uh, country with the highest percentage of white wine consumed is in Australia, which is 20% above the world average at 60%. What does 60% mean? I think it's like the, out of all of the wine people drink, 60% of it is white. Okay. Wow. They really do like their, their white wine there. Yeah. Which is 40% seems reasonable to me. As being like a normally, it's less than half of people prefer white. And then oh. the next one is the Czech Republic with sixty percent, New Zealand with fifty six percent, Luxembourg fifty three, Finland with fifty. Where does the United States fall on this? Good question. It is point six percent below the world average at forty percent. Which, mm. as per Haley's example, makes sense because she doesn't like white wine. You don't like white wine? No, it's fine. There are some good white wines, but I prefer red. Like, I love red wine. Why are we drinking white Okay, tonight? I was told we had to drink white wine. Are you a red fan as well? I'm a rosé. Rosé. Okay, okay, I love rosé. When I go home, our whole fridge is like, not our whole fridge. We have a wine fridge and a backup. My mom gets a total wine and buys at least eight bottles at a time. Interesting. Is that the and Minnesota cool. equivalent to a beer fridge? Like I think in Wisconsin? so. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. We, we have a lot of wine. Have a wine. We have a beer fridge. Everyone in Wisconsin has a beer fridge. A little bit. It's just frozen meat and beer. Yeah. We now Ours is doing... separate, though. Ours is, like, behind the bar that we never make drinks out of. Mm-hmm. It's in the basement. We don't want really to use our basement. So. Yeah. No, we have our wine fridge in the kitchen. Because wine is, like, a staple. Is it, like, an actual, like, it's clear? So you can, like, see through yeah, it? Yeah, you can see, like, the wine bottles. I have it. I have your whole house pegged. Like, <laughs> I know it. I'm looking at the house in my mind right now. It probably does look and like And you're my there, house. and you're happy. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. We have a new member of our in-studio audience, Ben, uh, is here. He's drinking not wine. What are you drinking, Ben? I'm drinking a Crown Royal Flush. Ooh. Ooh. A little bit of Crown Royal. Yeah. So we might hear the uh, comments every now and then from Ben. See what he says. See what he's he's thinking. Okay. Okay, there it is. Okay. Ben is sufficiently uncomfortable That's now. I say yeah. that might also be it. So. All right. That might be it. I have one more yes. fact. Okay. Okay. Give it to us. So, I'm going to tell you a little story about the most expensive bottle of white wine ever sold. Damn. Okay. Wow. Let us hear it. Having been lost in a shipwreck, a case of 1907 Seek was discovered in 1997. Several of our birth years. 1997, wow. so 90 years after it was bottled. Yes. Wow. I'm going to drop it. It's my birthday today, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I was born in 1997. Weird coincidence. Crazy, right? Wild. And at auction, each bottle was sold for $275,000. I was happy that it was thousands because I was like, that deserves... A lot. A lot. Yeah. So that's pretty insane. That's Imagine, do you serve that? Do you drink it? Yeah, that's like, what Do you buy it and drink it or do you have it and like I paid like 
$275. You buy it and then drink it on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently Everyone drinking. Everyone just has a bottle. <laughs> a bottle of this. <laughs> right now. Yeah, little did you all know it's actually the Woodbridge by Robert Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, Haley, as we're drinking this Woodbridge, yeah. what are your initial thoughts? I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Wow. I'm sorry I bought this and I'm making you drink it, honestly. You bought this, Haley. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. It's um, good. It's I'm good. I'm taking it slow. It's Last okay. night, I got wasted, to be honest, everyone. I don't want to be we heard. I did that, like, too. It is my birthday, and people were buying me jello shots. That's fair. You're supposed to only get one jello shot at Froggy's Bar in Northfield, Minnesota, but I went to each bartender and was like, it's my birthday, because they're so busy, they forget. And they each gave me a jello shot. Damn. Wine or jello shots? Uh, I like jello shots you more. Jello shots more? Yeah. I like the... I would I would eat alcohol any day of the week. So I'm into the kind of jello shots. I got you. <laughs> That's going to be a spinoff series of Rise and Wine. The great cook-off. The great wine alcohol cook-off. Oh, we could totally do yeah. an episode of this where you just like take a jello shot every like five minutes. That's like, like, like a power hour. The power hour, basically. Honestly, like a jello hour. So, I'm about jello shots. Yes, it did end up with me having a hangover today. So this is why this wine is... I'm slowly intaking it in hopes that I don't ruin my night. Wait, John, can you clarify this for me? Are you hungover and was yet... Today is today your birthday? <laughs> today Wait, is my and, birthday, everybody. Did really. you get drunk last night? And I got drunk last night. Really? And I was really hungover. And I'm in a wood carving class today. That's the only <laughs> class I had. Really? It was two hours of wood carving. And that is a sharp knife. Yeah. And I woke up at 8 a.m. and said, I cannot do this. <laughs> I will cut off my finger. I will go to the ER on my birthday. And then I went back to bed, and I woke up at 10, and was like, okay, I got class in 45 minutes, ate a bagel, as well as some cereal, and was like, (laughs) I'm going to go, and show up to class. My best friend, Rebecca, brought me a coffee. She just had an extra coffee, and I was like, I love that. So I'm sipping this coffee. This is, I don't think you understand, there's a mood to this class. I pulled out my phone today, and my best friend, Rebecca, turns to me and goes, you're ruining the mood. Because no one else is on their phone. We're listening to folk music and we're carving <laughs> for two hours. No, no phones. Way. Zero phones. She that. actually was so serious when I pulled my phone out. And I was pissed. I was like, excuse me, it's my birthday. I'm trying to look at my <laughs> happy birthday notifications. And you're telling me I shouldn't have my phone out. Yeah. And so I was a little snarky back. And I was snarky because I was hungover. <laughs> okay, and I feel bad. And it's I'm... your birthday. And you drank last night. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Thank yeah, you. I really, I really appreciate that. that. Yeah. So yes, I was really hungover, and I've been drinking water <laughs> and coffee, and so that's why I'm happy, because I'm back on the alcohol train. Good. <laughs> We're glad to have Choo-choo. you. <laughs> I can relate, though, because on Fridays at 10 o'clock, I have 10 a.m. p.m. We gotta be 10 a.m. 10 a.m. I have a three-hour cooking lab. Interesting. That also requires sharp knives. <laughs> That was a bold yeah. move to take that class. Yeah. yeah. I fun. really didn't think 10 a.m. would be that bad, but mm-hmm. it is pretty early because it's also in St. Paul. Oh. Wow. Yikes. But I got there today in 25 minutes to St. Paul from our apartment. 25 what? minutes exactly. Hmm. I left at, uh-huh. what time? 9.40? Yeah. And I got there at 10.05. Wow. 
What do you know? Yeah. The things you learn on a day on the U of M campus. Right. Well, I'm just saying, it's almost unheard of. 25 <laughs> minutes from Marcy Holmes. That's, un- that's impressive. You're doing good work if that's, if that's what your number is. It is. Oh, it was man. crazy. But I also walked up to Sanford, and the bus was there, and then I walked up to, um, then I got off the Sanford stop and walked up to the connector, and it was already there. So, like, I really lucked out. It was as fast mm. as it could possibly be. So, gotcha. you know? Yeah. Those are the best Someone days. Someone was looking out for me. That's all I gotta say. Those are the best days. We're gonna <laughs> keep drinking this wine, but speaking of the best days, John, I heard it was your birthday. It is. How is your birthday going so far? What plans do you have? <laughs> Yikes. I could say it's going great. It's not going bad, but I feel like the, just the whole day has been... A hangover, mm. to be honest, which is fine. Really? So, <laughs> and then I left my keys at my friend's house. So we have my friend's house, we call it Trashbird Manor. We also drink lots of wine there. We'll probably get into this later in the podcast. But I left my keys there and I had to go to work. I work with an individual and we go to the gym and we go play cards and he got a haircut today and all that good stuff. Wow. Uh, lots of things. But I didn't have my keys, so I go... Shoot, I don't have my keys. I left them at Trashbird. I don't have time to go to Trashbird. I don't want to show up late. So then I have to text my sister. I'm so happy my sister goes to my college. This is a rare occurrence that I've said this. Because lately I've been like, come on, Jesse. But I have to go all the way across campus. That's so far from me. It's a six-minute walk across campus. I know <laughs> y'all can't relate. But I had to walk six minutes, get the keys from her. And she had left them on the counter and I grabbed them. And then I had to go all the way back, and then I was 10 minutes late to work. Well, that's actually an interesting discussion that I'd love to get into. How do you feel it's different going to a smaller college at St. Olaf as opposed to a big university here at the U of M? I loved going to a small college for three years. St. Olaf is about 3,000 students. Mm -hmm. uh, Based in ELCA Lutheran tradition, Um, but we bring in people of all different faiths. As you can't tell, I am a tour guide and (laughs) admissions fellow, so part of the admissions staff. Uh, but this year it's been annoying to go to a school that's that small. Because I already know everyone. I can still cultivate friendships, but at the same time, I'm like, if it was going to work, it would have worked the last three years, so Mm -hmm. like... But I feel like you know too much about everyone. I do. Yeah. On an average, say... 10-minute walk across campus. What percentage of people? Everyone. (laughs) Basically everyone. Or name their major in some extent. Or their friend group. That's incredible. It's a lot of people. It's like a high school. It's like going to high school, yeah. It's like growing up with people. I mean, 3,000 is about the same as my high school. Yeah. I mean, there's people I always meet. New girl named Bailey. She lives in Trashbird Manor. Didn't know she was a senior. She's gone to college with me the last four years. Just met her this year. Love her when we played bar trivia last night. Nice. So, like, you're always meeting new people. But at the same time, I'm all about novelty. I don't like watching series again, and, like, I would never be like, oh, that's my favorite TV show, I'm going to watch it again. That's not something I would do. So, I think my personality didn't fit for the fourth year at a smaller college college. But you don't regret the decision to go? Not at all. No, no. I think it was perfect. But I, like, I do like novelty. So, basically what I'm telling you is... When I get tired of all of you, I'll find a new friend group. Good to know. Wow. So glad to hear that. I feel so appreciated. (laughs) It'll take like three years, okay? Mm. Take your time. I feel it, though. Like, I'm the same way. That's how I am. I feel like I... Not with 
not being your guys' friends, obviously. <laughs> but I do feel like now I will walk around campus or I'll go to the bar and I just literally know everyone and I'm like, ugh, I know too much about everyone. I hate this. I just want to get out of Minneapolis. Haley, how do you feel like that compares to your experience? My experience? I don't know. I feel like I know, honestly, like, a good number of people. Like, even going out, like, to, like if we go to Barney tonight, or, like, last night I was in Barney, because mm. it was a Thursday and I go to Barney every Thursday. Okay, Haley, we get at your party. <laughs> oh, my God, this stop. You're so have, cool, Haley. Okay, guys, we this all semester wish we could I've been you. wild. I think I Haley has gone out more times than I have this semester. Really? I'm just happy that you give me crap. It's not kind of crazy. Because it's my birthday and you can't give me crap. (laughs) (laughs) The second Haley goes, I go up every Thursday to Blarney, you're like, I'm jumping on that. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, I like really have though. Um, But like, I know like a lot of people there. But like, the U is big enough that there's still like a lot of people I don't know. Like I went on this trip like, I recently went to Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know none of you have heard about it. But I went to Brazil and like the trip and this class, I knew like literally no one in this class. Like everyone I took this class with like this past fall and then went to Brazil with, like I didn't know anyone before I went. So there are still people like even in my like college, which is smaller that I'm like still meeting, which is fun. How do you feel like it's changed for you over your four years now? Like getting to know people where you found those opportunities? Okay, well, it's funny because like initially like the dorm, like so many people even that like live in this house and stuff I met like literally all of you freshman year mm-hmm. but because of Pio and then Run Club the two that's <laughs> all you need Pio and Run Club um, what other groups you do you Run Club wait no okay we are socially in Run Club <laughs> Neil honorary, Isabel honorary and I were members. honorary members yep. of Run Club literally they deemed us that like, like we were like, we were it was us Neil and uh Bailey yep yep we were the honorary members R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Um, I'll never forget no. when Sam Flagel showed up to a run club party. <laughs> so Sam Flagel with showed up with a bottle of alcohol. With a bottle of alcohol, <laughs> and it was, it was Halloween, and he was dressed as Tony uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Yep. So he brought a skateboard and everything, and he was like putting a skateboard up against the wall and going like three sixty, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it was like obviously very dumb, but kind of funny. But apparently, <laughs> he got kicked out of the party. And we show up as honorary Run Club members and actual Run Club members, and they say, yeah, there was some high schooler here trying to, like, sell <laughs> drugs to people, and it was, like, our Sam. friend Sam. <laughs> and we're like, no, he was just dressed up as Tony Hawk, he's not a high schooler. <laughs> oh, that was no. so funny. You guys, like, I feel like it, we were at Run Club parties where, like, high schoolers definitely tried to crash. Yeah. But, like, not high schoolers, you had, like random people crashing yeah. but like a group of high schoolers one time i think i couldn't was, say but i wouldn't be surprised yeah was, yeah no it's funny though i have something to ask you what i hey. just once you're talking about like people we met in the dorm freshman year i have like this brief memory of like one night we went out where you were like introducing me to someone you're like you definitely met them freshman year i was like I have no idea who you are. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you remember this? No, okay, who was this person? Well, there are so many people from Pio. There are no, so many but people. it was, like, someone that, like, I think it was someone from Brazil. Okay, Frank fucking lived on our floor. Maybe that's who he it lived, been He was Frank. a Pokemon because we went right and he went left, south side, third floor. That's and I was like, oh but my god. But you were like, we knocked on your his door freshman year, and I was like, ah, yeah, totally remember ya. No, we appeared, like, we did, which is so weird. They're, it's like weird. The dorm connection is real even now. If you meet people and you're like, oh my god, yeah, like, you were Pio freshman year, like, 
Fuck, I probably saw you eating. But this is the most insane part. Okay, Haley, now I'm going to get back to the story of how okay. we really met. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Haley and I met because, and you guys have all heard the story so many times, right? Tell us for the listeners, though. I'll tell, I'll tell you for the listeners. But, um, so yeah, I was just sitting in my room all lonely, hating my life because I went to the freaking U of M and I did not want to go here. And then this girl walks by and then backtracks. <laughs> She walks past my open door, <laughs> and then backtracks. The biggest Haley move of all the time. The biggest <laughs> Haley move of all time. I, you could, like, tell that she what? walked past and was like, oh, dang it, I really should say hi. That's, like, exactly what internally <laughs> I then, did. I was like, yeah. fuck, Hales, you gotta make, just talk to people. <laughs> and then she walked back and was like, hi. And then I was like, hi, I'm Isabel. She was like, I'm Haley. And then she walked away, and then I run after her, and I'm like, wait, where are you going? And she's like, coughing. And then I was like, and you had a stereo over your head. (laughs) Come back. And I was like, do you mind if I come with you? (laughs) And then she's like, nope. And then we walked to coughing together, and the rest is history. And then Haley, go ahead. But then, somewhere within the first week, I decided, no, I'm kidding. Um, we, we d- were talking and we're like, we really should like meet more people than just our cool ass selves. <laughs> so then we decided to w- knock on every single door in the whole third floor south side bio and introduce ourselves to whoever answered. Okay, so and, like, we were a fucking movement. We walked down and people joined us. By the end, there were like, Seven of us. Oh, so that's a movement. Yeah. <laughs> Social movement of the there century. Were, there were, there were I'm many, surprised there I didn't hear seven, about that. Okay, I there's seven. probably <laughs> ten. There's probably ten. There's probably, oh, okay. okay Good. Ten. So it's like, a real movement. Basically half the people we have, like, we have half that in this room right now on this <laughs> podcast, okay? So let me see. Think of the scope of this movement. Seamus, it was huge. I heard about it in daily. I was, yeah. there and were waves. Nothing okay. was worse than the number of... Times I said rock on <laughs> to people we had just met. They were like, oh, no. I was like, oh, what are you saying? They're like, and I'm like, rock on, nice. <laughs> that haunts me to this day. It should. I don't even say <laughs> rock on. I don't even say that. And then before that, yeah. I didn't say it. And after I didn't say I it, it was know. just in that situation. But like, I do want to say, like, when I say I go to like Barney and like we recognize people. It's be a lot of it is Pio people, like random ass Pio people. Like last night I was there and someone was like, hey. And, like, like, tapped me, and I was like, who are you? And I was like, fuck, you're in Pio. You were a whale. BPG? Like, I know you're a white. BPG? No, Jack the whale. Dude, Jack gives me a hug every time I see him yeah, at the bar. Yeah, no, it was so funny. Shout out, Jack. <laughs> Shout out, Jack. John, I want to bring you into the conversation. <laughs> yes. How was your first year, freshman year, residence hall experience? I lived in Hill Kit. Hillville, Kittlesby. It's a connected dorm. It's the only one on St. Old Campus. Like, men, women? Um, no, like... It, Hilbo is upperclassmen, and uh, Sano does, like, first-year dorms. Oh, do you do co-ed? Yeah, co-ed, by, just by floor. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay. men's floor, women's floor. Um, because Sano is still conservative in nature, in terms of administration, in terms of that. Like, I wish that it was not like that, and I hope that I f- after I graduate, it changes soon, mm-hmm. but no. So, I was... Hilkit president, so I was president of the whole dorm. Congratulations. Ooh. Thank you. Won that election. And so when I'd walk into parties, they'd be like, the president's here. They probably were joking, but I took it as a big deal, and <laughs> I got probably free drinks off of that. 
uh, I once made the mistake of messaging my hall council group chat instead of my uh, friend group chat okay and my advisor was in there and I was like where's the party at tonight <laughs> and he's like oh and I was like just kidding ha 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 I don't but drink I was not what are you talking so, about it was a good time yeah. it's like the stoner dorm because it's right by the woods and so it's a good time my parents the other day were like my sister now lives in Hillcote which is like a big deal cause like legacy but is she mm. also the president? She's not the president. Are you disappointed She's in her? She's a senator, which is okay. a bigger commitment. Okay. Oh. She doesn't get to plan the meetings that she does, but she gets to go to different meetings, Ooh. as well as those meetings, okay. and navigate for the dorm. So my parents were like, yeah, when we showed up, we saw some kids walking to the woods, like, haha, they're going to go smoke pot. And then I joked and was like, haha, like, yeah, that was me freshman year. And then the whole table, like, just turned and looked at me, and I was like... <laughs> so, my family wasn't ready to have uh, tough conversations around uh, growth and um, choices, and so not to dive into it too much on this podcast, but I'm Hillkit through and through, and I met my best friend Rebecca in Hillkit, she lived there. It is the environmental dorm as well, and so maybe that's why there's a lot of because marijuana. Because it's in the woods. Probably. <laughs> But let's just say there's a lot of marijuana in Hillkit, and it it's continues fun. to be the pot dorm. How has your Hillkit group stayed connected or not throughout your now four years? Rebecca's my best friend still. Rebecca still. Okay. Ride or die, met her day one, we turned to each other, yep. and I was like, hey you, we're in carving class together. She's the girl I referenced before, mm-hmm. telling me not to pull up my phone. <laughs> um, Emma Beeler. I went to her house during Thanksgiving my freshman year because I was like, I'm in college now. I'm not going to go home for Thanksgiving. So I went to Iowa instead. Oh. <laughs> it was a choice. <laughs> Met someone that talked about the black market. And we were... One second. Jack, that lives in this house, taught me this term. DTS, down to snuggle. So I was snuggling with this guy... And he was talking about the black market, and I was like, I'm in Iowa, and it is Thanksgiving, and I just started my freshman year wild. And I'm snuggling with this guy who knows a lot, probably too market. much about too much. the black market. what's up in the black market? Like, he's talking to me, he's like, exactly. you know, I could buy a child. Let's, we're literally what? Ah! Was uh, and damn. I said, he was joking, I mean, he was joking, but like, at the same time, like, that was my first exposure. Coming from Sheboygan, Wisconsin, I didn't have a lot of exposure with the black market, but... <laughs> I did when I went to Iowa. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> house baby next year? You can get us a child? I could talk to this guy named... I'll change his name for this podcast. I don't want him getting arrested. We'll call we him... love when we name drop people on this podcast. We we'll call that. him Mitchell. Okay. Okay, okay. that's his real name. <laughs> I figured that was his real but, name. Yeah. Mitchell from Iowa. Mitchell from Iowa. If Fire you're listening. listening. Yeah. If you are. Shout out to you. In like Shout five years when we see him on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. He is gay, and The Bachelor is a heteronormative trope, it's so okay. it's I gonna, don't think he's going to be on The Bachelor. I feel that it's changing because I think a gay Bachelor would be amazing. They did have a season of a gay dating show called Finding Prince Charming. Okay. It was a big deal. I'm trying to think of who was on it that was big. They didn't have any name, big name stars, but it was a good time. So I watched like the beginning of it. I wasn't super into it, in the same way that I'm into, like, 
Are you into Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club right now or Temptation Island? Hey, what are you oh, watching right fuck. now? Do you watch Temptation Island? Is I it good? I do. I the first three episodes I was like cheat 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 and they didn't cheat so like they weren't very fun but now they're getting to the phase where like they're cheating okay spoiler alert they're cheating. okay okay but talking really? about another reality TV show tonight RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars all right um just to have their season finale. And I tried avoiding spoilers, but I did find a spoiler while you were all talking about your Pio days. And I'm not mad about the winners. I'm still going to watch the episode probably tomorrow morning. Uh, so if you want to choose what to watch, RuPaul's Drag Race is a good show. Well, coming up this week on Wednesday is the season premiere of Survivor, where it Whoa! all began, Isabel. This week. This week. Our first episode was Survivor... Ghost Wineland. And here we are, two seasons later, ready to make another season of Survivor happen. So if you listeners are looking for something to watch, I would recommend Survivor. It's going to be a shit show of a season. There's going to be this whole fucking... What's up? Wait, what's up? Like, is it like blood versus water? You know, like, what is it? What is it? It's a fucking shit show. Blood versus water. I don't use the term fucking shit show at just at ease. Oh, right. Okay. No, it's a real shit show. This is going to be fucking wild. There is going to be this island. After people get voted out, they're going to go to this island. It's basically like, yeah, you have nothing. Like, you're going to be like with the fucking dirt. Okay. It's not like Ghost Island. I was gonna say not like, like Ghost, Ghost Island. Like, not like Ghost Island. Like, it's different. Okay. After you get voted out, you have a chance to come back in the game. Okay. But you're going to go to this island where you have nothing, and literally you're just going to sit there waiting for a chance to potentially get back in the game. Okay. There's going to be a challenge. One person will win. They'll get back in the game. <coughs> and that's going to happen So people like can times. get back into They can get back in the game, okay. which has happened before. If they get voted off, though. If they get voted off. It has happened before. It hasn't been well received. So people are a little bit disappointed that it's coming back this season. Right. But... The fact of the matter is, if you throw all expectations out the window, you can't be disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. I'm looking forward to this season, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of weird personalities on it, um, and What's I'm looking the forward theme? to it. The theme, it's just called Survivor Edge of Extinction in reference to the island, which is like the island of extinction. Like you're at the edge of extinction, okay. but yeah. you have a little glimmer of hope. Got it. All right. So, if Where you're looking they? for something to watch, that's that. Where I'm excited. Like location that? in the world. Fiji. 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 Ooh. Oh, that Isn't would that, like, change always my there? choices for Survivor if I knew they were in Fiji. <laughs> Fiji. What do you I'm, mean change your choices? Okay, like you would apply or you would not apply? No, I would have cho- chosen my ranking of the individuals differently if I knew they were in Fiji. For our Why fantasy Survivor not? League. Google that. Okay, I should do my thing. Yes, absolutely. For our listeners, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. join the Fantasy Survivor <laughs> League. Maybe. There's, there's, it's, limited, it's limited spots. I don't want to say anything that we can't hold up. <laughs> but if you want to do Fantasy Survivor, there are plenty of opportunities. But we can create a Fantasy Survivor League with our yeah. followers. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're interested, now let that us I know, know Fiji, Instagram. I'm going to change my choices. Women do well in Fiji. Is that true, John? <laughs> wow, that's it. That's okay, what my why? horoscope told me today. Really? <laughs> John, what does your horoscope usually do for you? We're both Aquarius and Sheamus. I okay. know. You know this? And it's, I'm, I'm not... My sister. Oh, I Her birthday today, yeah. Oh, it's wild. Wild. I think we should read I'm going to read it right now. One yeah. second. I want, to, I want to get I on a horoscope my... discussion because I think it's complete bullshit. I am about to read my horoscope and... It's you true. better believe it. Okay, it's okay. Can we both wild. make predictions before you read your horoscope? Yeah. 
What is your prediction? I had a bad day today. What it was bad. It was just like I. Did you already read your horoscope today? No. Okay. Are you looking at horoscope.com? Yeah. No, no, I'm looking at Daily Horoscope, the app. I'm going to say your horoscope says something along the lines of, there are challenges in your future, but if you rely on those who mean something to you, you will get through them. Okay. It's going to be something vague totally bad bad day. Day. The horoscope is always Simple. right. I'm Aquarius as well. People love to... This is wild. This is a politically charged horoscope. Really? People oh. love to talk about global warming, pollution, the end of civilization, and other doom and gloom topics. Talk about me talking about a bad day. This is already so correct. Because horoscopes always know. They may be able to provide reasons for what they believe, but whether you believe in their fearful predictions or not... This sounds like Seamus and horoscopes. Whether you believe... Keep reading. Keep reading. Surrounding yourself with those who can dwell in a dark outlook rather than positivity can eventually get to you, too. Seamus... I said I if you rely on people. Seamus, I think this is helping me to end our friendship because you're very negative about horoscopes. And my horoscope <laughs> just told me to cut negative people out of my it life. It talks about climate change. What no, are you no, talking no, about? If you dwell in a dark outlook, i.e. Seamus, rather than a positive, can eventually get to you. If that's the case now, Aquarius, you need to free yourself from that. If I have a dark outlook about hey, climate change, then... Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, it's, it's, we should do excuse something. Excuse me, one second. I'm about to finish. It's my birthday, everyone. Oh. We oh. gravitate <laughs> to the bright side. Doing so will brighten your outlook considerably. Oh, wow. All right. Damn. My well, horoscope has told me many things. Wait, can you read mine? Yes. So, I'm John, like, does this mean you're Pisces. getting rid of me in your life? Am I, am I axed? You might be axed by the end of the day. All right, <laughs> have fun finding a house next year. Oh, I'll still live there. I'm just not gonna like you. <laughs> so what is the what's your horoscope? Pisces. Oh, first of all, fuck Pisces. <laughs> first I only of all, date, fuck Pisces. I only date Pisces. Three out of my no, sorry, two out of my three boyfriends have been Pisces. Oh, Sean and Chad, both Pisces. Name drop, Sean Chad. If you're listening, how are you doing? Please. Hard move. <laughs> Hard move. How They're both doing? Pisces. I'm attracted to Pisces. I don't know. It's weird. I feel very strongly about Pisces. I think Rebecca's also a Pisces. Wild. Me and and I'm not a Pisces. Are Pisces and Aquarius Sign? supposed to be friends? Are you Aquarius too? Yeah, okay. we do the same one. So I'm about to, I don't know. I gotta read Pisces. Okay. Some people have very dull lives because they hide away at home, refusing to try anything new or fulfilling <laughs> their potential. No matter how beautiful they decorate their homes with lovely furniture, and no matter how many nice amenities they have, when they stick to dull and routines and never take chances on their dreams, their lives will remain dull. This is just a reminder to stop limiting yourself in a certain area of your life. Dear Pisces, you may have a few perks, but there is so much more way for you. Get out of your comfort zone and explore your possibilities. Wow. Okay, I hate I that. love that. All right. That is epic, <laughs> inspirational as hell. Okay. And okay. yes, everyone else is dull as Okay, I just am out there like, no, no, we're not doing this. We only have one more. Your horoscope is bullshit. Listen to what my horoscope told me. This morning, I tried a kimchi grilled cheese sandwich and it was dank. Tell me if that's not If you did literally anything that would have applied. It's the vaguest shit ever. What if you're having a great day and it tells you you're having a bad day? Like, that doesn't John, happen. John, with the horoscope that you read for yourself, yes. it said, 
people will bring you down, but if you like find the right people, you'll be able to power. Seamus, you're sounding really negative right now, and you're yeah, feeling yeah. My if, if you if you had a great day, you'd be like, you know what? I'm around great people. This is right. I did find my people. It could have if you had a bad day, a good day, you would have found a way to make it work. Okay, Seamus, I'm so much for serious. You may have landed in hot water recently when you took on a job or project that initially seemed quite easy. No. On the surface, Sagittarius, <laughs> hey, keep your mind open. <laughs> this effort seems to fall so far below below what you are capable of that you may have even figured you would be bored. Instead, you may feel totally overwhelmed by it and out of your depth. However, if you put your mind to it, you can do this. In fact, with diligence and faith in yourself, you will master this, and in your efforts, you'll be extremely. Impressive. So your job might be easier, it might be hard. Whatever you are, you not on a whiteboard. Is this not a task that you thought would be easy? And are you not killing okay. it? It is more difficult than I thought it would be to talk the way that we're talking. It's yes, Haley. But I will be honest and say that this is complete bullshit. My semester. Thank you. Has been really fucking easy so far. I Please hold my hand, Isabel, as we week. support each other it in our Pisces. Matter. I am attracted to Pisces, okay, everyone? And I'm <laughs> holding a Pisces hand. It's getting <laughs> wild. Damn. Horoscopes are real. No, they're not! No, okay, I, I'm done. I, this is... This it is doesn't matter story. if they're Junior real. Year. As long as they help you, that's all that matters. Like, if you read your horoscope and helpful. you're like, you know what? Like... I do need to make a change. Then fucking at least one thing made you make that change, you know? Like, it doesn't matter if it's really, like, honestly based on the stars. Like, you can believe what you want with that, but as long as it's helpful, I'd feel like I it believe in horror. I agree. I was going to say, I agree with this about I said this junior year to Seamus, and then we got in a heated debate, and I'll say it now. Damn. Horoscopes speak to me more than the Bible. And that's sure. just, like, what that's you... Fine. That's fine. I like. I don't really care. No, like, I don't really care. Like whatever speaks to you is fine. I just want you to understand. Like horoscopes, really are meant to be vague. Are meant to be able to interpret Famous. any, you know, just a, a maybe plethora of things. Maybe it's vague to Aquariuses because we maybe all had different days, but that describes. Our collective experience. All right, next topic. <laughs> what do we think? What do we want to talk about? Are magicians before in our show prep? <laughs> Anyone want to talk about magicians? I okay. So actually, oh shit, I have magicians. I I, I can, can do, do magicians. I can what do, do you mean? Magicians too. Okay, so what were the stories? Okay, you what go do we first, get? So you go first. Well, just to start the story off. And as Haley knows, my stories just go on for ages because I give way too much back. It's so. like honestly, really, Drew. She took an hour and a half to tell me like a pretty simple story <laughs> the other day. It was not simple. Okay, it was. Com- there were complex things involved. Complexities. <laughs> there were complex things. It was not a complex story. It could have been twenty minutes. <laughs> it could have been twenty. But, but still, twenty minute story is long. It's a long ass story. story. Took an hour like and a really half, long though. story. I can tell you my okay. whole life story in twenty minutes. She took about four times. <laughs> I barely got in our fucking relationship in 20 minutes. No, I was done. I focus on the details. I focus on the details, okay? Okay, anyway, so I go to Cub Foods the other day to buy some groceries for my cooking class. This was an an hour and 20 story about Cub Foods. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. No, that was about something absolutely completely different. It was, yeah, Um, it was wild. Yeah, now Haley thinks it's a good (laughs) story. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Okay, anyway, so I go to Cub Foods. I'm checking out, and I'm looking at the cashier, I'm like, that woman looks so dang familiar. Where do I know her from? 
then I'm like... Haley has your her back to you right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then, I, then I see her name tag, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Barb. Who is Barb? Barb. Exactly. Who is Barb? <laughs> Who Good is question. All the, I'm the voice of the listeners yeah. right now. <laughs> Who the fuck is Barb? Who the fuck is Barb? Barb used to make cotton candy on my grandpa's carnival. <laughs> John, I don't know if you knew this, but my grandpa and my uncle own a carnival. They've recently sold it, like, at, stopped doing the carnival and are starting to sell off their rides, like the Ferris wheel and such, but, you know. And this this is so real. This is so real. This don't is laugh. Like, I'm, I'm anyway, so, I, so I'm going to the checkout and I'm like, hey, Barb, I don't know if you remember me, but I am pretty sure you know my grandpa. And she was like, Who's your grandpa? I was like, insert my grandpa's name here, you know. Sorry, I know grandpa, you don't We've like named name up so many you know? people on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, not, I'm sorry, I, my grandpa likes to fly under the radar. Okay, we'll respect, respect that. Grandpa and, and that she's... is not under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most extra grandpa I've ever <laughs> in my life. It's called Cody Rides. Cody, Cody Rides? Rides. Cody. Okay, anyway. His name is part of the fucking like, name of the carnival. <laughs> I know. Okay, That's anyway. like me every weekend. Yeah. Oh, God. Gay sex joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay, anyway, so I'm like, I don't know if you remember me, this is my grandpa, whatever, and she's like, oh my gosh, yes! Because my parents take me to the state fair every year. John is dying over there. We haven't recovered. We haven't recovered. (laughs) I'm not okay. Okay, you can tell your story about <laughs> Cody Rides. Goddamn. I'm literally in tears. <laughs> oh my god. John is crying right now. <laughs> for the view, for the listeners, no one's viewing us. <laughs> you are here, tears. Tell us about Cody Rides, Isabel. Oh, I don't want it anymore. Alright, fair enough. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. I won't finish. Yes. Anyways, magician. Magician. So then, I'm, so now, so whatever, we had a very polite conversation, yeah, yeah. and she told me, she's like, oh, yes, I miss your grandparents, I mean, whatever. Anyways. Very sincere. John is kidding. <laughs> it's okay. Because John's down for the count, like, don't expect a can't let it go from him, don't expect anything else. This can't let it go will be Cody Rides. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sorry, we keep interrupting. No, it's okay. I'll bring it back to magicians, though, yes. because, oh. um, so, also related to the carnival, Cody rides, um, <laughs> all right, all right. um, my family had a magician friend named Franco. Franco <laughs> was an excellent magician. He always did several really oh. cool shows, and one time when I was young, <laughs> <laughs> we know. Okay, we know. yeah, no, no, no. We know Who the Haley. fuck did you meet a magician named Franco? <laughs> <laughs> Haley's bottle you, is empty now. She has shit on her glass. I was just born into this life. James, I was I'm there sorry, for it. my 
carn <laughs> carnival that my family was, and a magician named Franco that we're all just like casual with. That's we so love Franco. He's a great man. Is James Franco? Is James Franco, Franco the younger one? We're yes. not getting. He's in a magician story. movie. Is that the Franco that worked at the carnival? That's what I'm. Yeah. No. No. That's. that's de it's definitely Dave Franco was the one that was oh, in fuck, that movie. Oh fuck! You're right. You're right. Dave you're Franco. Right. James older. is the older one. Okay, I think we need to take like a vow of silence until Isabel finishes this story. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, okay. So, anyways, <laughs> we have a magician friend named Franco who goes to many of the same shows as the carnival. Okay. Franco is an excellent magician. I was born into this family, so I don't know how many of these people were met. I just know that the carnival started as a go-kart track with a ride, <laughs> and then it grew into something much larger, okay? The American dream is real. <laughs> it is. It is. I love it. Okay. I'm sure this is a cool... Is. I love this. This is, like, something yes. I'm very proud of, so don't even hate on it. No, Anyways. I'm not hating. I think it's so cool. Like, I love this. Okay. Like, Oh my god. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, anyways, so, then I was thinking about Franco, the magician, and I remembered this one time. When I was young, I saw Franco do this really cool trick where he swallowed a penny and then pulled it out of his ear. <laughs> On the way home from this magician show, mind you, I was five, <laughs> I swallowed several pennies and a dime. <laughs> Because Wait. I thought I could be like Franco and pull them out of my ear. Wait, okay. And then I told my parents, I was like, why can't I get it to work? And they go, honey, you can't, can't swallow change. And I was like, but is it going to come out of me, mom? Alright, holy shit, we just stumbled upon something that is completely unbelievable. You uh, swallowed uh, how many pennies? You, how, how many coins did you swallow, Isabel? I know for sure. A penny and a dime. Okay, Did you ever work your way up to a quarter? That's what I want to know. That is a large change. <laughs> that is How a dangerous amount of change. <laughs> I oh just know God. for sure a penny and a dime, but I think it was probably at least three or four coins. Okay, okay so I'm we're gonna... talking like six, maybe <coughs> that 31 out? cents. Does that come out the other end? That's why. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's, that's, that's that the question. My told me that, like, honey, don't worry, it'll come out the other end. I was Did like, it hurt? What? So I, that's the question I think all of our listeners are wondering right now. What were the ramifications of this? Well, Seamus, I wish I could tell you. I don't remember if they ever came out of me. So, <laughs> so we... And you know, I've never had an x-ray of this area, so we could have some change jingling around in there. You <laughs> well, know? if you're short on cash, so, short give me, on cash. I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna poop out this dime that's been in my digestive system for 15 years. I got something stuck in my throat. <clears> throat> I hope one day you're stuck at like a meter and you can't pay. <laughs> so then you just Haley. shit yourself. Haley! Are you kidding? What was that? That's your phone. Okay, in my defense. <laughs> what did you. In Haley's defense. What did you look at that caused you to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I need to be the okay, first one to finish for this the, one. For the <laughs> listeners, okay, fuck that. I'm well, I'm not that close. Okay, for the listeners out there, I did just chuck my phone at the wall, and, and I think it hit a heating vent. 
I don't know what that is. Okay, Haley, do you, do you had a magician I, story of your own? I did. It wasn't, it was not quality, though. I don't want to share. It you don't want to share it's it? It's really not funny. <laughs> um, Haley, mine wasn't funny either. <laughs> Yours was, was wild. Like, that was wild old coins. <laughs> okay, can we all talk we about We don't this? know if they came out of you. He also hypnotized my dad to act like he was pregnant. <laughs> and my dad... Is so scared of hypnotists because they don't. He doesn't want to, that to happen again. He doesn't want to have a baby. <laughs> but it's kind of crazy. My dad can stick out his belly, so it literally looks like he's pregnant. Oh my god, my dad can do. That and when he gets weird. really nervous and uncomfortable, sometimes he does it. <laughs> what is the Cliff Notes version of your magician story? I don't want to share. It. It's literally, it's not. Haley, just terrible. tell your magician story. It's it's not. Funny. Okay. It's literally no, you know what? Down. Let's move on. Let's, Let's move on. on. Let's I think on. it's Let's time for Can't Let It Go. Okay. It is. It is time for Can't Let It Go. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about whatever has been on our mind. It could be a person. It could be a news current event. It could be um, something that happened to you in your day-to-day life. Really just a chance for you to tell us what's going on and what you want to talk about. Does anyone feel a overarching... Desire to start. Overarching I will. Desire. I will. Okay. Well, it's, oh my god. Haley. Okay. I was, oh, I'm Seamus. Do we there. even look similar? No. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. We're there. Um, we're there. We're there. Yeah. We're there. Um. So, this week I have a new sibling. So, my is a new person. Literally. He's like three days old. Three and a half days old. Oh my He's god. wild. Yeah. I have a new sibling. He's I don't think we're cute. appreciating this as much. Like, he is round really of applause cute. in the studio for new sibling for Haley. For in the, studio. in the studio right now. Um, but yeah, he's pretty cute. It's wild. Like, I didn't think I'd have a new sibling. I'm a little... I'm like 22. Mm-hmm. But he is really fucking cute. I'm not gonna lie. This kid is really cute. Newborn baby is... He has huge cheeks. He's really cute. Seems he also... Cool. Okay, I didn't know this, but newborns have to wear, like, mitts because they scratch themselves accidentally with their nails. So he just has little mitts all the time. And he's, like, hitting himself with his mitts. Because he can't scratch himself. I don't know. It's really I cute. didn't know that was a thing either. I didn't know. No. Yeah. Can We're, we can like we the, discuss the baby name? Kevin. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. It's so cute. Okay, it's cute, but everyone thinks of Kevin Malone. That's from all I think of. The I think of Kevin spilling his chili and scraping it up with a, a letter tray. That's true. It's true. Okay, so I made an Instagram <laughs> yeah. post in which I referenced Kevin saying something about, like, chili, like, thinking, like, The Office. Mm-hmm. And apparently that was misinterpreted by a good number of people. I was thinking I was going to make the baby into, <laughs> into chili. <laughs> I did indeed mean the office reference. Can you read the caption? I'm very curious. Now. Okay, it's like, it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> I will read said caption. So it's I, I want to say as you're pulling this up, I saw the Instagram post. Okay, did you And it said, it's... I can't wait to okay, no, no, no. have like, what, I... what's it, chili? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of like a hip wow with it and now thing to say like i don't I, did you know the office did i didn't get, get the office okay, reference see, but i was like oh nobody got it i thought it was funny welcome to the family kevin heart emoji i've got big big like in all caps chili making as <laughs> chili making aspirations for you oh my and god so wait I, I also didn't understand the reference even no, though no it's one, one of my favorite scenes no and one I, was, I thought i was, it was like relatable. is Haley's Haley, family really it. into making did you really ben in studio audience got it thank you I thank you that. i thought it was like an office reference i thought it was cute because i was like okay like pop culture his name's kevin like we'll <laughs> roll with it like we're gonna roll into this persona um i don't even think the office is the office like 
current culture? Very. Really? I mean, like, I, I mean, everyone like, loves The like Office. Five years ago. Okay. But it's, it's been like, off for a while. It, but, like, you know it. Like, you know it. Like, People just, like, I don't know. Have Everyone's seen it, I feel like. Yeah, that's, I, that's I haven't, but, like... <laughs> I also I haven't. Like, so, okay, half of us here have seen it. Okay, but I feel like we're, like, not the norm. <laughs> We're like a weird group. See, I still think it'd be funny for. I'm I'm Aquarius, (laughs) and so we don't watch The Office. I'm an Aquarius, and I do watch The Office. Are you a true Aquarius, though, if you don't watch The Office? No, maybe I'm not. Um, I think it'd be funny, though. What I'm saying, though, is that I read that, and instantly I was like, I didn't know, like, Haley's family was really into chili chili or anything. And I was like, huh. Well, guess I, I was like, I guess I don't really know her. Dad's super well, but maybe he loves chili. Yeah, no, it was like a weird thing. I felt, yeah. I just want Kevin to grow up and see that and be like, wow. I don't. I just want Kevin to grow up and have a Twitter and just like anytime he tweets anything, someone's like, why don't you go back to your chili? (laughs) There's like a pepper emoji after every single tweet. Is that a thing? Is there a pepper emoji? There is. Let's look. Are you kidding? I don't know. I don't use emojis. Do you mean chili pepper? What? What? You don't use emojis when you text, like, ever? Only the, like, it's alright emoji and the hundred emoji. The Hana. One Hana. Yeah. After all your... Are you serious? I don't... I'm not That's a big emoji so guy. I like it because... I like the, this one. That, Actually, lately, this one is my There favorite. is a pepper emoji. Okay, good. And I just sent it in our group chat between the four of us. That we tried planning this one. Very exclusive. Okay. At the beginning, Seamus and Isabel were like... Oh my gosh, we're getting on schedule, we're finally planning these things. But let's all know that Haley and I were the group that were like, we're doing this. My that's favorite emoji is probably the upside down smiley face okay, emoji. I'm sorry. Because yeah. that's, that's a mood. That's a fucking mood. Yeah. I send that daily. Oh my god, thing. I love Honestly, that one. upside down. Um, and then the, like, the, the emoji that's like, uh, like, yikes. Like it's the yikes. oval mouth of the teeth oh, yeah. and you're like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot. I feel like... Sometimes I try to, like, say things to people in real life. Well, I have my face in real life. But, like, sometimes I'll be, like... Wait, like, you emojify your face? <laughs> Stop. Sometimes, yes. Don't even judge that. Um, But, like, other times I'll be, like, writing something or, like, writing, like, a card or something. And I'm, like, this was, like, a sentence that, like, if I was, like, texting this, like, there'd be, like, an emoji to, like, really convey, like, a facial expression now. So sometimes I, like, try to draw it out. And it doesn't work well, but like it's funny. When but it's you like do a that. mood. But I, it's like a mood because you're like this fucking emoji exists, and this is exactly what I'm trying to convey because it's a face. This one I can't ever convey this in a letter. Okay, that's the winky tongue out emoji. <laughs> that was, that was, was you did it, yeah. I think Haley's like, favorite thing to do when we're talking, and we're like, oh my god, and then he said. And then we act out the emojis, <laughs> and we just crack ourselves. Oh, up. That's awesome. so good. It's yeah. like yeah. Then it was like. <laughs> I'm this totally is like the for. Emoji. <laughs> I'm totally for like writing out emojis. I think that's pretty cool. Like if you are like writing like a card <laughs> or something. Cool. I if anyone here is a secret admirer, write him an emoji. Write me an emoji. Like I think I'm about that. One. If you give me any kind of <laughs> show Yikes. prep, show prep that notes here. Was so nasty. <laughs> I was trying to move on, but I thought it was funny. It was like that kind of thing. (laughs) It was like the Skype laughing chain, like, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I referenced that to someone the other day, and I was like, you know, you know that like video on YouTube where it's like the Skype people and they're all laughing, and I was like the one that goes, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And the person I was with was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, no, you know, like, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I think it's I think it's time to move on. One last thing. One last thing. Can it be known that the only reason Haley knows that video is because I made her a YouTube compilation of about forty videos that she needed to watch because she's never watched YouTuber Vine. That's fair. Never watch YouTuber. Okay, okay that's that's a whole another like discourse. I don't even know. <laughs> Like wh- how to get oh into that? I don't know why that wasn't there. Okay, it, it, we gotta. We, I can do okay. my can't let it can't go. let it go, can't Isabel. Let it go. What, what do you got? Okay, my can't let it go is why is Doctor Phil not more famous? I don't not know. more famous. I think yeah. he's not that cute. He's a household. <laughs> he's a household name. <laughs> Isabel and Haley are down for the count. <laughs> He's not that cute. I'd agree with that. He's not cute. I, I don't know. think that's his appeal, though, right? That's not his appeal. I thought it was his expertise. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're, like, smart and a little bit sexy, you go farther. But he's not cute. He's not Haley, sexy. he's, like, Haley, 70. Give us an example of someone who's, like, smart and sexy in the right way. God damn you. Barack okay. Obama. Barack Obama. Oh, oh, fucking hell. That's true. Everyone okay. knows him. Barack Obama. Monsieur... Obama is a day one hottie. Joe Biden? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke? Beto, yeah, also. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. See, that okay. was easy. So, I'm not, I just wanted to, like, get this discussion. Out, fills out. Okay, but anyways, yes. all I'm saying, Dr. Phil, like, he's doing some magical shit on his show. Like... <laughs> <laughs> John, you look like you, you have an opinion. Are you yeah. a little bored? John's face. I'm just trying to finish this bottle line before anyone else because I'm competitive as fuck. Okay, well, we're all on our we're last all glass. All stars, we're all on our last glass. All stars, rise and wine. Big cheers, big cheers. Big cheers. There it is. With we, our wine glasses. We rose, we're drinking wine. Yeah, that sounded exactly like a wine glass cheer, didn't right? it? <laughs> the right amount of clink. Sound more like a thud, these I are, think. <laughs> these are such thin wine glasses. But uh, I, I'm okay, making it very open. I drink wine out of a mason jar every I'm episode. not gonna let. I usually drink out of the bottle. And we don't usually use I usually glasses. drink out of my Hakuna Moscato meat. No worries. <laughs> okay, I thought I did give that as a gift. To that Isabel. is my favorite. I thought glass. it was appropriate because of the amount of barefoot Moscato we did drink at one point in our lives. And mm-hmm. it literally is my favorite wine glass <laughs> I've ever owned in my entire life. Do I not usually drink wine out of that glass? My you goal of tonight is to pass out before this podcast ends. <laughs> <laughs> We're derailing. We're derailing. Okay, Isabel, okay, Doctor Phil, he, he needs the attention of Why? the country and the world. Tell yes, us. because. Like, have you watched his recent episodes? He's such a shit. He is a shit, but, like, it's not about Dr. Phil. I thought you two were on good terms. You're on the same wavelength. Dr. Phil's show is not about Dr. Phil. It's about the people on Dr. Phil. Didn't Bad Bobby get on Dr. Phil and that's how she became famous? That was Catch Me Outside, How About that was when she became. I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, that's you how. Could have said that all I'm saying is, like, it's not I'm about. Sorry. It, it, Dr. <laughs> Phil is awesome, I'm not gonna lie, but the people on Dr. Phil are do just another breed. I do. You know? Yeah, like, they are a different breed. They're just like. I. It just, like, exposes Jerry, me to stuff I just, like, haven't seen. You know? Like, I, I like to believe that people are genuinely good, right? But yeah. there are some wild-ass people that go on Dr. Phil, and he is able to have 
help him generally, you know? Does he though? Like, what's the lasting impact? No. Bad Bobby's still a bad Bobby. Bad Bobby is a thing. Bad Bobby's probably the biggest thing to come out of Dr. Phil. My favorite flavor of popsicle is Dirk. Is that what Bad Bobby said? I'm pretty sure she said that. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Bold quotes, but like, okay. What was the topic? What was it called again? Can't let it go. Can't let it go. Are you going, John? Do you want, you want me Let's to go? Let's go. <clears throat> Can't let it go. Gucci flip flops. Gucci. <laughs> Not Gucci flip flops. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. <laughs> Um, can't let it go. Did well, you have anything you were gonna say? You jumped in like you were ready to go. I was, but then I decided to be okay. So my sister flamed me today. Oh, Whoa. on her Insta story, she posted all the chats of me asking her to give me a ride so she could DB me, and so she went back in all her times and screenshotted them all, and then Louis said. Hey, John told me he'd love for me to go to St. Olaf. I was so excited. And then posted screenshot. How many? After screenshot. There's four, but like she could have posted like plus a hundred. Because <laughs> she is the lowdown DD of the century. I'm going to pull them up one second. The Her name down. is lowdown, low Jessica key. Hollister, because we're all J's. You know how it is really? sometimes. Yeah. Jim, like Julia, John, and Jesse. It's true. So you have four people? Why yep. like what's the so job she, of your parents to Jay's? Well Do they, they both put him Jay's. So Jim so, and Julia are his parents. Okay, Jim and okay, Julia. Okay. And then I was born and they they were gonna name me William. But then they named me John. Bill Hollister, huh? Yeah. E. Yeah. Doesn't roll. So the then they're like, oh, we gotta name the fourth oh. one. So uh she starts out with two three three cute pictures of me. Then she goes I hope DDing you every Thursday all year makes up for it. And then she posts chat after chat of me going, froggies? And she goes, yes. And I go, we're ready to roll. And she goes, I'm about to leave. And I reply, well, leave. I sound like such an asshole in all these chats. And then she goes, can we? And I said, can you give me a ride to froggies? She goes, yes. I said, when are you free? And then I go, willing to drive me to frogs? She goes, sure thing. And then finally she goes, I'm really curious why he asked me to come to college with him. And then she posts a picture of me in a Batman outfit. Oh, that's cute! I know. Can I see this? So Can here's I, I a, look at this. This is okay, Jesse and Lee. Haley just cute. steals them from my view. Okay, excuse that's me. Really I did. Mm-hmm. I ruined it. Okay, right here. So this is me and her. her so they're on their Instagram this right now. This is cute. At St. Olaf. At St. Olaf. This is me getting ready to drive Jesse to St. Olaf. We're on a podcast. And, Yeah. <laughs> Are we? Are we so? Okay, podcast? everyone, go look at John's. Snap. Oh my God! Just everyone go follow Instagram me and Jesse. Right so now. it's Essie yes. because she likes Essie. So shout it's out Jesse. I underscore Hollister, and my handle is John underscore Hollister. The Hollisters are really into underscores. It's kind mm. of part of our trend. Underscores is like a thing. I like underscores. I definitely honestly. went through a phase, and so my Twitter handle is Isabel underscore Cody, but my Insta is just Isabel Cody, but. Did you remember Cody? What? Did you remember him Cody? Her last, last name. Last name is Cody. That's the Cody Carnival. Cody Ryan. I don't want to talk about Cody, Cody Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose my literal shit. No, my middle name is... Alright, so Isabel just whispered. Um, I'm going to go ahead with my can't let it go. Yeah, it's still there. Oh, okay, hold on. Haley had magicians. We had... I had my fucking brother. Oh, your brother, your brother, your brother. I, 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 little Kevy, little Kev. Little Kev, little Kev. He's going to make chili. I have two can't let it goes. I don't want to do both of them. Butter. I want to get a, a room vote about what you want me to do. Okay. One is political. 
Okay. And the other is um, oh, a self uh, goal that I achieved. Self goal. Self goal. I'm interested. Can I guess? Political. Yeah. Now I'm at 3K. Yeah, so I ran in a track meet just so very recently, and I broke nine minutes in the 3K. And Woo! that's been a goal since freshman year. I've gotten 903, 902, 904, and I finally went 857 today. Today? Wait, you like, like broke it by a senior like a couple hours ago? Like a couple hours ago. Holy shit! Yeah! Sheamus! What the heck? I went 857. It was senior year. Like, I had to break nine at this meet. The meet that I was at was Snowshoe. It was at the U of M campus. I always run really, really well at this meet for some okay. reason. And I made it happen. 857. It was a goal. It's because it's my birthday. It's because it's John's birthday. I was thinking about that the entire race. You literally were running and you're like... I got to see John I was running today. and like, this is for John. If I don't this is run for John. faster, I'm going to be late to the podcast. That's what you're thinking. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Let's finish this up. Uh, um, well, let's wrap her up. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, yeah. what's most, what I'm most happy about with this, with breaking nine, is yeah. we, this was the second to last meet of our indoor season. Okay. Our next meet is next weekend. In Illinois, so I don't know if we're gonna be able to record an episode of the podcast next weekend. Probably um, not. Probably not. But Am I gonna next... come to the house next weekend? Guess maybe not. Th- <laughs> maybe Thursday morning. Maybe Thursday. Uh, but <laughs> our next meet is in Illinois at Illinois uh, Club Relays, which is a lot of fun, and I'm so glad because I don't have to focus on doing anything at that meet. I can just run whatever the hell I want. Because you broke nine. Because I did, nine. I did my goal. Yeah, I did my goal. Broke I did my goal. Nine. <laughs> So, thank you for indulging me on Woo. my goal that I broke, and I'm, I'm very excited about that. We're excited. We're so proud of you, Sean. And, and the political, we won't get into it, but it just is national emergency. That's your... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, because oh. Trump is yeah. National emergency. That's, that's your... Uh, that's your hand right All there. I gotta that's say That's my favorite thing I've seen on Twitter. Cody movies. rides. Cody <laughs> rides. Cody rides. Tonight. I oh. think we need to change it to Hollister rides. Maybe they can do, like, a joint thing. No, I am no. okay. We're not. We're just gonna stop the conversation over here before it gets too graphic. <laughs> that being said, it brings us to the end of our podcast wine rating. We are all at the very bottom of our glasses. Everyone is trying oh. to get through to the end here. It is a struggle. It is a blast. It is all of the above. John is crying. He is doing everything he can because to hold his composure. Rides. Oh man. Cody rides. If we, if we Cody see rides. Enough times, John won't finish. No, I will finish. <laughs> if you don't finish, John will finish. Is what you can take away. One second, everyone, from this about, podcast. I need to finish this bottle of wine before the podcast ends. Okay. 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 Real no, quick. No, no, no. Real quick. Real quick. What is our rating of the wine? Haley, you were so... Okay, obviously the more you drink it, it's, it's a hard wine to toss back quickly, is what I'm trying to say. Quickly. Um, oh, speak for yourself. So like, critical, so okay, critical. I give it, like, oh, I give it a four. John is done. John is all-star <laughs> season one. Beats Seamus, Haley, and Isabel for finishing the wine bottle first on his birthday! We're all Woo. proud of John. All right, Haley, you're saying... I'd give it a four out of ten. Four out of ten. Ten out of ten. That is a Finish that girl rating. like no other. Seamus, okay. is that... No, no, Seamus. Four out of ten Seamus, might be the lowest... is that the lowest we've ever seen? I think I rated the Boone's Farm lower. The Boone's Farm was terrible. <laughs> Boone's Farm isn't wine. It's just... Yeah, Boone's. but it has been on the podcast as the theme of the podcast, and that was terrible. 
Wait, Jay Collie, if you're listening, you done fucked up, dude. Wait, can I, can I just take head. a pause for just, like, one quick second? Yes. One time, I was with my mom at a Target liquor store in, like, a super Target. Have you guys ever been to a Target yeah, liquor store? Yeah, I bought liquor They're there, really cool. Please. They're really They're nice. nice. I actually really... And they... Woodbury? Yeah. Booze, actually. Did you know... And a, my mom was like, honey, honey, have you ever tried Boone's Farm? And I was like... <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I literally hollered. <laughs> I hollered in the Target liquor store because I was like, is it blue? <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's terrible. And she's like, that's what I used to drink in college. And I was like, mom, you wimp. <laughs> Listen to the podcast, mom. I love my mom. I love my mom to the ends of the world. And... She used to drink Boone's Farm, and that's fine. Okay. Because I also have drank Boone's Farm in college. All right. Four out of ten. Haley, do you want to back that up? Any reasoning? No. Oh, well, back it up. Yeah, I yeah. can support it. The serif font was good. I like the font on the label. But the taste, it's, it's not really... a serif font, Haley. Okay. So, Haley. But finished. it's really difficult to drink. I don't know. It's like... Speak it's for yourself. Little... I'm done. It's I won. I won. Haley's time. Haley's time. I'm on par with everyone else for drinking. Like, honestly. But, like... It's hard to drink very quickly. It's a little bit too tart. I'd rather be drinking a red. I don't okay. know. I think it's just because it's a white wine, honestly. I'd rather be drinking a red. I'd rather be drinking a red. Okay. John, thoughts? 10 out of 10, you said. I killed it. I finished <laughs> the bottle first. Let it be remembered. This podcast is going to be fire. And that's all I got to say about it. It is my birthday. I am on fire. Cody rides. Well, happy birthday. Cody I rides. I realize that. Cody rides. I regret telling you all that. <laughs> Isabel, you and I, we have had a couple of whites on the podcast before, and, um, I am not going to lie to you, Seamus, I'm kind of having trouble comparing them. <laughs> that sounds like being drunk. <laughs> so, but, however, okay, so here's my thing, right? We've I just tried... want to say, with having a couple of whites on the podcast, we are a very diverse podcast. <laughs> I haven't been able to get past that in my mind since I said <laughs> Me either, me either, me either. But it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Okay, um, so... Braces are It's because we're racist. Oh, shit. No. Okay. We're not, we're not, we're not. But, okay. This is what you were saying. Yeah, you just let it be known that you're the one that fucking brought that into this, okay? This wolf. Okay, okay, all I'm saying, okay, I would rate this 8 out of 10. 8 say, out of 10? I would say this is one of the better whites we've had, and only because... Swish, swish, bitch. Okay. Another one meets the basket. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm just saying, I... Since... The barefoot phase that Haley and I went through, right? It was and mad. I don't know if we said it one second of this podcast, but we're roommates. We're roommates. <laughs> we're roommates. <laughs> I yeah, I don't want to we, We've, we've been roommates, roommates. Since basically the, since freshman year. Basically, honestly. since the moment we could possibly be roommates. Mm-hmm. Because we're just BFFs. <laughs> 8 out of 10. 8 and out of 10. I would say 8 out of 10 because, like, it's slightly tart. And, like, I, I really just, sweet whites, I just can't anymore with, after the barefoot. Like, you know, it's tart enough that you can drink more without feeling very overwhelmed. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. It's, I think my final rating is going to be... What's your a- rating? 
I'm gonna go five and a half out of ten. It's five not. and a half. It's not. Holy good. hell, Seamus! It's not quality. I usually it was usually in the font in can the I picture. can it be known that up until this point, Seamus and I have rated almost exactly the same yeah. every wine. We've yeah. disagreed this time. It's it's fine. It's a white wine. You could drink a little bit in the beginning, but there's nothing bringing me back. There's nothing that I'm gonna remember past literally hitting stop on this recording. Like, there's... <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything... Cody that, rides! Cody rides. Um, I I don't have any distinguishing... So... The most distinguishing characteristic of this wine was the impression that John did of its fucking, like, <laughs> bottler. Of Wait, fucking can we, can we Robert Mondavi. That's, that is by far the only thing I'm gonna remember from this wine. Honestly, okay. iconic though. Yeah, okay. and that—that that is the wine itself. No. If, if it wasn't for that, I might be rating this like a four or five out of ten. I put a four. I, yeah, I'm yeah. there. So. so, so you're at a five point five. And it's not bad. It's not like I, you oh can't God. drink this and be like, oh, I'm having a bad time. But like, yeah. I, I think I will say, out of out of a couple of the episodes that we've done. This is probably the most we've devolved over the course of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think it really kind of hit a switch okay, like it's that. It's also yeah. 12%. Yeah, 12%. So I think it hit us. Like, I obviously we're all a level of drunk right now. Well, yeah. can a I level. just say, too, Seamus, all he had to eat today was peanut butter filled pretzels. All I had to eat today was some food during my cooking class and a sandwich and chips at around... And that's Free all, from the seal. I got the a context. Subway sandwich, and it was my birthday, and she charged me for it. It what? should have been that's free, and she charged me. How could they? How could they? But, yeah, my final rating okay. is five and a half out of ten. Five and a half. Okay. One of the lower ones. Yeah. 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 All right. So, to wrap this up, John has something he needs to say. Wine to me is passion. <laughs> it's family and friends. It's warmth of heart and generosity of spirit. Robert. Robert. Mondavi. <laughs> Words to live by, truly. Um, John Haley, before we go, anything that you'd like to plug or tell our listeners about that's going on in your life? John underscore Hollister. Follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. At the creamy scoop. And the creamy I, scoop. Yes, the creamy okay, scoop. I almost brought that. So I got ice cream tonight, and I was like, the birth of my brother is probably more important for this week. But I do have an ice cream Instagram account. At the Haley is very into ice cream, so yeah, follow her Instagram. Thank you. At the creamy scoop. I'm moving once to again. Wisconsin. There's more cows there per mm. capita than a lot of places. A lot, a of, places. lot of places. So <laughs> we um, said the same damn thing. <laughs> We're so good at podcasting, Isabel. Fist bump. It's done. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us, and once again, our winemaker tonight would like to thank you, and his name is Robert Mondavi. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.